This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning, I'm Kate Watson. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Wednesday the 21st of April. In your Squeeze today, a bump in the trans-Tasman bubble, Xi Jinping's swipe at America, Apple's new gadget, and the AFLW's big night. This is your Squeeze today. It was only on Monday, Claire, that the long-awaited Trans-Tasman travel bubble opened. That saw nearly 2,000 Aussies head across the ditch. Teary reunions with family and friends ensued. It was really a happy day. Now, though, only two days on, we have the first little bump in the bubble road. Only day two of that two-way travel bubble and a vaccinated border worker at Auckland Airport has tested positive for COVID-19. They picked that up in their routine testing and what New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said was that it's all part of our journey together, uh, that these sorts of things are to be expected and that they need to be managed. Of course, that long-awaited travel bubble, as you say, was a great relief to many people. These are issues that do need to be managed on both sides of the fence. And what Health Minister Greg Hunt yesterday said was that he was confident that Kiwi health officials are onto it. And he said that there's going to be days where there's cases in Australia that need to be managed. Cue lots of headlines, Claire, about bursting the bubble. As you say, no bursting is happening yet. The main clarification, though, is around the fact that this person that was infected with COVID-19 had been vaccinated. Yeah, and of course, it's a reasonable question to ask about, well, if you've been vaccinated, doesn't that mean that you don't get the coronavirus? And in a few instances, there's actually what they call breakthrough cases. Just last week, the United States Centre for Disease Control and Prevention uh, put out some numbers saying that it had logged 5,800 of these breakthrough cases out of nearly 130 million adults who had received at least one dose of a coronavirus vaccine. So they're rare, but they do happen. What these vaccines really do, though, is lessen the risk if you do get COVID-19 of those really serious outcomes. As far as the vaccine rollout goes, it hasn't been as smooth as can be, as we know. To help with that, last night, Health Minister Greg Hunt announced a new head of the government's Vaccine Operations Committee, Navy Commodore Eric Young. He's obviously got a military background and he's tasked with fixing issues with the rollout. At a big economic conference hosted by China, which brings together the leaders of many Asian countries, Chinese President Xi Jinping Claire has had a bit to say about the equitable management of global affairs and said governments shouldn't impose rules on others. Who do we think he might have been aiming that at? Look, if I was to take a stab, I'd reckon it's probably the United States. What do you reckon? Bingo. Yeah, (laughs) I've won the prize. (laughs) Yeah, what Xi said is that certain countries shouldn't be bossing others around. That's a quote from him. Of course, there's been really turbulent times in recent years between China and the United States. Uh, What Xi also said is that he wants countries to become more internationally, economically integrated. Uh, Of course, that's again another sting at the United States which wanted to pursue its own America first policy under Donald Trump and when it comes to Joe Biden's administration they haven't really strayed much from Trump's line when it comes to dealing with China. 
Yeah, there's plenty going on between the two nations. Lately, a lot of it's been about Taiwan. The Biden administration is preparing to sell weapons to the Chinese-claimed territory, leaning in on its commitment to it. We have a shortcut on Taiwan that really helps understand what's going on with all of that. I'll pop a link to it in your episode notes. Staying with the US, but to local politics now, that of Texas to be specific, Matthew McConaughey is making headlines for flirting with a run for Texas governor. It's been a rumour for a while, Claire. He hasn't actually ruled it out. Hasn't ruled it in, hasn't ruled it out. Uh, Certainly he's said to be interested in the idea and a new poll says that 45% of Texans would pick the Oscar winner if he was to challenge Republican Governor Greg Abbott in an election that's due next year. About a third said they would support the incumbent. Uh, Of course, Texas is actually quite a Republican-skewed state, so that result in favour of McConaughey really is quite a boil-over. As for McConaughey's politics, it's a bit of a mystery. Don't really know whether he skews to the right side of politics or to the more democratic left side. He hasn't really been an enthusiastic voter and he hasn't donated to any Texan or federal political campaigns. But yeah, it could be a glittering uh, figure on the election circuit next year. Yeah, certainly one to watch. The US has a long history of celebrity and politics and that working out. So we will see. Whenever Apple releases something new, Claire, it's kind of a big deal. The latest new gadget is pretty simple, though, and relatively inexpensive. It's called an AirTag. Uh, looking at retailing at US $29, it was launched overnight by Apple. What it is is basically a tile that you put in your wallet, you put in your handbag, you put on your kids maybe, I don't know, anything that you don't <laughs> want to lose and you can find your it dog. via... Whatever. <laughs> your do- yeah, well, whatever you need. Uh, and it goes into the Find My app, you know, that really handy app when you lose your phone, you can dial it up on another device and it yeah. GPS. GPS pings where it is. So what commentators say is that uh, due to the coronavirus, due to the downturn, uh, people aren't upgrading their computers and their phones. So what Apple's doing is going into lower price products. I reckon I'm going to put that straight on my sunglasses. That's the thing that always seems to disappear for me. (laughs) Claire, they also announced some jazzing up of their hardware, some more colour options and a few other things like a new streaming box. The AFLW season has wrapped up, Claire. Last night, the Best and Fairest was awarded, so that's their version of the Brownlow. It was a nail-biter. Was a nail-biter, and what we've got is two winners. Collingwood's co-captain Brianna Davey and Fremantle's Kiara Bowers have taken out the Best and Fairest prize. They've tied on scores of 15 votes each, not bad from nine rounds. They had a pretty consistent season by all accounts. Uh, they also featured very prominently in the All-Australian team lineup. Uh, we've got Davey there as the captain and Bowers as vice. And like any good awards night, there is a red carpet. We haven't had many of them lately. So for your fix, a link is in your episode notes. Squeeze the day, Claire. And first of all, reports are that around 6.30am this morning, so after we record the podcast, there'll be a verdict in the case against former police officer Derek Chauvin over the death of George Floyd. That'll be a big one when it happens. What have you got? 
Oh, sad one for me, Kate. It was 2016. Prince died on this day. You know I'm quite a fan. Yeah, you do love Prince. So that was five years ago today. It's also the Queen's birthday today. Her real birthday, not the public holiday one. And after a rough week, to say the least, hopefully something to celebrate for the Queen. She turns 95. The British media, Claire, is also reporting that Prince Harry will stay in the UK for her birthday. He was supposed to head home on Monday after Prince Philip's funeral, but he might just join the Queen today. Watch this space. Finally, Claire, it's a big day for us at The Squiz, your last podcast episode for a little while. I thought you were lining me up to get back on deck tomorrow. I mean to have some surgery, so no, we'll see. it's not a holiday, sadly. I'm off to hospital as soon as we finish the podcast almost this morning and going under the knife. I've got to get a hamstring reattached. That's going to be fun. Well, that's a lot of information for everyone this morning. She's <laughs> fine. She'll be fine. Simone and I have got this for the next couple of weeks, but you'll be back fighting fit, I'm sure, in not long at all. That's all from us today. Thank you, as always, for tuning into the Squeeze Today podcast. And we'll be back tomorrow. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. Sometimes it can feel like retirement is a long way off, but whether it's two years or 20 years away, it's important to make sure your super fund is working for you. Aware Super is one of Australia's largest super funds and offers heaps of free tools and tips on its website for Aussies looking to get their super sorted and put a plan in place for their retirement. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au.